0: Finn places the coffee down. I got a, a few biscuits as well.
1: Neo-Capital, yes.
2: Thanks, Finn. Cookie walks over and grabs her coffee, adds her sugar, a little bit of cream, and sits down in the high-back chair.
1: Philip will go retrieve his valise and almost stand in the corner, and he's Trying to keep himself equidistant from Cookie and from Finn.
0: Finn is sitting, uh, in a chair twiddling his thumbs, not really sure what to say. Takes a sip of tea, puts it down, and just looks at Cookie, looks at Philip.
2: Where's Ash? Where's Froonow, Finn?
0: Well, we sent him off about, what, 20 minutes now?
2: Um.
1: Yes.
0: Lord knows where he went. For all I know, the, the idiot opened it, and now Ash is inside him.
1: Yes. Unfortunately. Um. Or. Well. Bruno has Ash and his vessel, and we have instructed him to take the vessel to a place where Ash wouldn't be disturbed.
2: And um, when Finn had said that. Perhaps he had opened it. You see this light and hope in her eyes. Um do you do you think that, that that's all it needs? He he just has to open it and if he opens it uh, I can I can have Ash back. Will he come back to me? We can be together again.
0: Well Philip only actually copied like nine tenths of the spell. And the details on exactly how to get the spirit out weren't part of it, so then just drugs, maybe that's the working theory anyway
1: uh, yes, um I-, I didn't quite know what to tell you uh, in the matter of being able to free a potentially malevolent spirit who apparently wants you for your body.
2: That's not true. He's my best friend. He doesn't. We share everything. It's not my. He, he's not a pervert. OK, Philip, I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking, but it's nothing weird like that. OK, we've been together forever and I need him. I need to talk to him. I need to get to the bottom of what happened last night. And the only way that I can do that is by speaking with him. So I need to find Bruno.
1: Yes, I suppose you do. Unfortunately, we cannot help you with that because we do not know where he is.
2: Excellent. Thank you for your time, gentlemen. And Cookie just stands up and reaches for her jacket and goes to exit the room if no one stops her. Philip's going to look
0: at Finn. Finn's kind of staring at the coffee mug that has like three sips out of it. He went all the way downstairs to get it, and just, that's it?
1: Philip will roll his eyes behind his dark glasses, and he's going to sidestep so he's in front of the door.
2: Excuse me, Philip.
1: Charlotte, I'm afraid I can't do that.
2: Excuse me,
1: Philip. Charlotte, please.
0: Cookie, at least stay and finish your coffee. I went all the way downstairs to get it for you. After you specifically requested it.
2: She will turn and shoot daggers at him, walk back to her coffee, and take one big gulp. And you can see she wasn't expecting it to be as hot as it is. So she does a struggle, and the cough, and just forces it down and tinks the cup right back on the table.
1: Does she just like keep her eyes locked with Finn the whole time? Because I think that's really badass if she does.
2: Absolutely. Totally enjoying this forceful hot coffee burning her throat all the way down. Thank you, Finn. Gentlemen, please excuse me. I think you're going to
1: have to roll to move Philip out of the way.
2: Okay. I will definitely do that. I went around you, sir. What do I do?
3: Philip, you're saying she would have to physically push you out of the way. Yes. Then let's do fighting brawl and against Philip's dodge. It's just an awkward dance. You you can't really... Nope. Shop, shop, Nope.
1: Nope.
2: How dare you? You're treating me like everyone in my life. I I am an adult. I don't need you now. Stop. Just let me out. Let me go. I gotta talk to Bruno. I gotta find Ash. I need to speak with him. I have to know. There's no other way for me to know what happened last night, except for I gotta t- I gotta talk to Ash, okay? I gotta talk to Ash. Just just let me out, okay? Leave me alone.
1: Charlotte Charlotte, please. Please do Ash is Dangerous he is exactly the type of entity that the department was made to watch, investigate, and contain.
2: He has helped us on all of our investigations. You don't even know, okay? He he helps me. That's what he does. He's there for me. He's not trying to hurt me. You, right now, you. He never punched me. You guys did. <laughs> doesn't matter. You don't understand, okay? He's never hurt me. Whatever he did, he definitely did because he was trying to help me. And you guys, you just don't understand.
1: Charlotte, I don't believe that is true. I, I do understand. We have all lost someone very close to us. Is that not right, Finn?
0: Uh, of course. I mean... Ireland's currently, like, falling apart, so, uh, I've lost a few good people. But this is,
2: like, a part of me. He is a part of me. We, we share life together. He is my soulmate. I need him back.
0: Cookie, Bruno is on his way back, I'm sure of it. He'll be back shortly. Sure. It's taken him twenty minutes so far. Probably going to be less than another five until he's back. And we can sit down. We can talk and sort out exactly what is happening. We can have a game plan. Figure out everything that's happening to just 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 get rid of all this other stuff. Because currently, if I'm not mistaken, you are the top of the list of being thrown in jail for the murder of Doyle so some ghost boy can't really help you with that so we sit down and sort this out and then I don't know just wait for Bruno he'll be back soon
2: all I've been doing is been talking all day talking to all of you talking to the police talking to the hospital attendants I'm done talking The only person that can help me out of this, that can help me understand, you won't let me talk to.
0: The only person who knows where Ash is is Bruno. You run off looking for him. You're gonna miss him when he comes back. So, you stay here. You wait for him. And then we can sort it out.
2: I just wanna go check his room, man. Like, where did he go? Just... Just let me go see if he's here. He's probably right down the hall. Like, that's the first stop, obviously.
0: Stop and listen. Do you hear his stompy boots anywhere? No, I didn't think so. You can hear him walking a mile away. He's not in the building.
1: Finn does have a point, Charlotte.
2: She just begins to cry again and excuses herself back into the bathroom where you can hear her crying and running water to try and not let you hear how bad she's crying at this point.
1: Philip's going to look at Finn again. I'm going to go to the front desk to see if they've seen Bruno on his way out. I will return shortly.
0: Well, I'll try not to get stabbed or shot.
1: I don't believe she has a knife. I dare say she would have used it just now, and she did not. And he's going to let himself out of the room.
0: Does he have his valise with him? Of course Mm, Of course, of course.
3: So you're going to make your way downstairs to the front desk? I am. Again, the same gentleman is there. Hello, sir. What can I do for you?
1: Of course, I I have a a letter I would like for you to post at your earliest opportunity. And he's going to open his valise and withdraw one of the envelopes and hand it over. Uh, Do you see this gets to uh, Mr. Agent Patterson in Boston, if you would? Thank you.
3: I assume the envelope's addressed and everything? Oh, yes. say absolutely, sir. I can take care of that today.
1: Uh, Wonderful. Thank you, Capital. Uh, Have you seen the large gorilla of a man who uh, may have ambled out here shaking the very pillars of the earth as he walked, perhaps with a teapot?
3: No, sir. I'm sorry. I... I haven't seen anyone fitting that description.
0: No. Hmm.
1: That's very strange. Well, I don't believe there's anything else, so... um.
3: Would you like me to call the police station so you can report your friend is missing?
1: No, no, no. That, that should not be necessary. I, I believe everything will be fine. I just have to... Wait for him to appear where he's hidden in the hotel if he hasn't come out this direction.
3: Well, sir, there's anything else I can do for you.
1: Actually, there may be one more thing.
3: Bruno? Yes? Where are you at? What's going on? Stomping the ground, making it good and packed dirt?
4: He's not going to do anything crazy to it that wasn't already however it originally was. But he will return the shovel that he borrowed. He's going to go and find some place he can make a phone call.
3: Uh, You can make a phone call back at the hotel? Nope. You can go to the police station and make a phone call? Nope. Um, Possibly back at Miskatonic uh, at the museum? You may be able to? Hospital, possibly?
4: Let's go to the hospital. What could possibly go wrong with that?
3: You can go in, flash your badge, and, and get a phone. I'm sure. Get switchboard to connect you. Gonna call up Patterson. What? And he's gonna answer. Sage Patterson. Hey. It's uh. Yeah, Yeah, it's been a day.
4: Let me tell you.
3: Yeah, are you on the road back to Boston?
4: Well, we're gonna be shortly. I can tell you that.
3: Good, so you've solved this uh town's issue, their murder,
4: so you know it's funny you should say that, but I think I know exactly where the murderer is, but uh and he'll just wave off a nurse or something as he's here, and he turns around. it's a uh you know what an abnormal thing he realizes that through the phone. Patterson cannot see him winking.
3: An abnormal thing, the the thing that that we specialize in?
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's one of them.
3: Alright. Do you think you can tell that to this uh, Chief Walters and he'll comply and be- believe you?
4: Uh, That's a good question. He might, but, so this is going to get continue to get complicated here. So, the thing we think is connected to Agent Miller and uh may have had its evil clutches wrapped around her in some fashion. So I don't think we can transport it back safely in the same car, you know what I mean?
3: Bruno, I, I need to make sure I'm understanding what it is you're saying. Me too. And I'm going to assume you are somewhere that you cannot speak freely. Yep. Are you telling me that Agent Miller is involved in the murder of Curator Doyle?
4: Uh, Maybe not mentally. Yeah, I know that doesn't make things much better. Look, you know when you got the little car and you put the kid in the little car and the little car the the car around? Uh huh. He just kind of drives it. Yeah. Well, I think she was the car, and the thing was driving her around.
3: And where's your evidence of this?
4: Besides the talking teapot.
3: So whatever it is, it's no longer an Agent Miller, and you have it in the teapot. Yes. Well, we definitely need that to be brought back to Boston because we need to contain it and. And study it.
4: Yep, yeah, that's why I'm calling you, because I don't want to drive in the car with her and it, because that's, that's just a recipe for disaster.
3: Where's the teapot now?
4: A uh, a friend of mine, a, a Tobias Fink, some kind of professor, is holding on to it. I can give you more details, but I was looking to see if we could get somebody else to come up and maybe give us a ride out of here or something. Or at least give some of us a ride out of here, if you know what I mean.
3: I can send a team up to get the teapot from your friend Fink and they'll transport it back.
4: That's uh that's uh, probably for the best.
3: Okay. But what are we going to do about Cheap Walters? He needs to get this so issue resolved, so
4: My my thought is it's this fucking this alcohol man. Like, they were out, they were drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, the dangers of alcohol are ever more present in our daily society.
3: I just imagine his face is just stunned in silence. (laughs) So you feel you have enough evidence to prove to Chief Walters that this was purely a tragic accident?
4: I feel like he wants this to go away as much as we do. And this uh, this can wrap things up for everybody nice and pretty because I assume when he called to check our credentials that you gave him a little bit of an idea of uh, what we do around here. So
3: I told him the minimum I had to. I just assured him that you guys would solve the case for him, and he agreed to take whatever your investigation resulted in, he would abide by.
4: Wonderful. So when we tell him that it's the alcohol, and how terrible it is, and how we're all saddened by the loss of Mr. Doyle.
3: That'll do. All right. A team will go up, get the teapot from your friend Finks, and then you're going to get Agent Miller, and, well, I guess we'll just have to have her undergo psychiatric evaluation.
4: That You know, that's for somebody that's smarter than me. You don't got to say it
3: like that. Just... How is Agent Miller right now? Is she aware?
4: Oh, she's she aware? After she uh, got done at the hospital, she was real mad at me. Why? Look, she was reading from a bad book, and I didn't know what the fuck to do, so I, I went with my strengths, and my strengths is punching.
3: The book? You you have the book as well?
4: It's at this point, he looks down, and is like, nah, fuck, I don't have the back. It's uh it's with the team.
3: Okay. Well bring it with you back to Boston. We'll say we have to confiscate it for investigation purposes.
4: You won't even be lying.
3: Are you and Charlotte gonna be able to make the drive back or do you need to stay there and have the other team bring you back?
4: You know, it might be best if I meet up with the other team and, uh, introduce them to my friend.
3: Okay. And Agent Miller is aware then that you feel she has taken part.
4: You know, I don't know. She doesn't remember a whole lot of anything that happened, so she, uh, she might not even know what happened.
3: Bruno, I'm gonna be very frank with you. Bruno, if we. Talk to Cookie, and it doesn't... If we are protecting an agent who knowingly participated in the murder of a citizen, a civilian...
4: Yeah, real bad.
3: That's gonna look bad.
4: Yeah, not great. I, uh, I don't have any idea to really know if she knew what she was a part of. That's a job for one of your shrinks.
3: And going the other way... If this turns out to not be the case, as if whatever is in this teapot is proven to be some kind of misjudgment, it's not going to reflect well on our department.
4: You know, when you have a teapot talk to you, it really opens your eyes on what's available in the world. Uh Uh-huh. You say that like a talking teapot's weird.
3: We'll see when you bring your talking teapot back to Boston. (sighs) (sighs) All right, do what you have to do to close things up in Arkham. Get back to Boston, and then we'll finish cleaning up your mess here. Well, this is not
4: my mess. I didn't do it this
3: time. You've punched a fellow agent on the heels of shooting a fellow agent. Do you see a pattern, Bruno, in your behavior and your work ethic?
4: Yeah, I have saved several lives.
3: (laughs) Funny way of showing it, Bruno.
4: Yeah, well... Yeah, got to do what it takes sometimes.
3: Well, Let's hope the next time you save somebody, it isn't by killing them.
4: I think, as we both know, there are worse fates.
3: Just get back to Boston.
4: Trying to kick it up to Boston.
3: I'll have a team up there this evening. Where are they to meet you?
4: Is the hotel we're staying at like the only hotel in town?
3: There's that other smaller one, but yeah, nobody would stay there. This would be like the main one.
4: I'll give them the name of the other one and that I'll get a room over there to to distance myself.
3: Okay. All right, so you'll meet the agents there this evening. What are you going to do now, Bruno?
4: Uh, sadly, I have to go back and talk to the others to let them know that.
3: All right, so now you're going to make your way back to the, the hotel. Mm-hmm. All right, please enter whenever you wish. What's going on back at the hotel?
1: Back at the hotel, Philip has re-entered the room with Cookie and Finn he still has his valise and the look on his face is very neutral
2: Cookie is sitting on her bed with her legs crossed with her back to the headboard just looking like she's all cried out
1: well unfortunately the front desk has not seen him so I suppose fortunately for us he is somewhere in the hotel still
0: well it's taken him a damn long time
1: Yes, well, we did direct him to, well, you know, ensure that you
0: or I could not find it either. Well, I, I doubt we can.
2: Why don't you just let me go check his room?
1: Because he's not in there.
2: I checked. And She just does a hump and crosses her arms even tighter.
1: Philip will cross the room and find a seat somewhere, perch on the edge of the seat. Valise in his lap. Got the nervous hands going. And so, if you do not know, then we must provide a plausible reason why Doyle was killed.
2: I told you, let me speak to Ash, and I can tell you what happened. He'll tell me he was ready. Something happened. I don't know what. I need to speak with him.
0: Well, see, the problem with that is if he, like, took over you, the police here might think you're just crazy and put you in an insane asylum and you're no longer part of the department. So what we need to do is think up some story to tell the police and it's just going to be a lie.
2: That's not possible. He can't just take over me. I don't know what you're talking about. That can't even happen. It's never happened. It can't happen.
0: Well, I saw it in the um, at the station.
1: Oh yes, quite. Now we did have a conversation with Ash earlier today. Uh, we had <laughs> we took tea together, um, <laughs> and he did uh, somewhat tell us what happened.
2: I don't believe you.
1: No, I didn't think you would. It is a fantastical story, of course, that you fell asleep because you were drunk, and he took over your body and beat the man to death before pushing him into the river.
2: That's not true. You're lying.
1: Yes, well, I am well known to be a spin of tales, but in this case, I can only repeat what was told. Me and Finn, of course, can corroborate.
2: And I just look directly at Finn, just imploring him with my eyes to tell me the truth of what happened. That's not true. I know it's not true.
0: What happened is you were being interrogated, right? Remember that bit?
2: Yeah, of course.
0: Okay, well, you were being interrogated. Then there's the gunshot, which we also think was Ash doing something. Uh Then you were going to start reading through the book. And I can't remember why, but Bruno thought that was a bad idea for some reason. So he knocked you out with a good swift punch. Uh, I moved the book away and hid it in... Evelise right, glances over at the bag now that he remembers exactly what happened, and that the police don't have it. And, um, right, uh, you were unconscious because of Bruno. While you were unconscious, you sat up and, I can't remember everything, but you threatened to kill yourself. But it was Ash talking, because you sounded a, a wee bit funny. Um, so then I proceeded to exercise you and take ash and put it into our teapot. But yes, you took control. You sat up. I mean, it wasn't great control, but I, I don't know. You were unconscious. Maybe there's some weird connection thing that happened because I don't know the details, but he sat up and threatened to kill yourself. Well, no, you didn't say kill myself. You said, uh, what was it? I will kill her.
1: Yes, uh, specifically, I will kill Cookie, yes.
2: The whole time Finn is talking, Cookie's just staring and looking for holes in his story and reading him and his demeanor and his eyes to try and see where he is lying. Because he has to be lying right now, right? That obviously didn't happen like that. Ash would never do that to her.
1: I'm afraid that Finn does have the right of it. Um, Ash was attempting to bargain, I believe it was passage, with uh, either Finn or or Bruno or I, as he was going to uh, apparently uh, unleash some of his abilities, so to speak, to get everyone out of the police station at the time. I, of course, saw no logical way that that would happen, and Finn and I um, enacted a ritual on the quick, and we exorcised him in order to save your life.
2: I refuse to believe that my life was in danger. He would never hurt me. He's only ever helped me my entire life. He wouldn't hurt
1: me. If he would never hurt you, Charlotte, if he has always been there for you, then why did you never tell us about him?
2: She's just silent for a moment and you can kind of see the gears turning. I never told you because I know it's not it's not you wouldn't understand. It's it's more I can't the way I grew up and my life and it's really none of your business, okay? Like you're just there for me and I don't know. I don't know why.
1: Charlotte, I believe that part of you does know why. And if this were one of those um, two-bit motion picture theatres, this would be the time when the fourth person walks in and the denouement begins. But I feel this isn't one of those movie stories. But uh, suffice to say... How you remember Ash and how we encountered him are two irreconcilable ashes.
4: At this dramatically appropriate time, then a note is slid under the door.
0: Finn gets up, goes to the door, and reads the note.
4: The note is obviously in Bruno's handwriting. It says that, hey, uh, probably not the best for me to be around given the situation. I called Patterson to get myself transport. The keys for the vehicle I left with the man at the front desk. P.S. Tell her I'm sorry.
0: Finn opens the door and sees if Bruno is down the hall.
4: You will see him, because he's so tall, right? So he's down a couple of stairs. Hand is putting hat on head as he goes just out of sight.
0: Looking down... The stairs at Bruno looks back at Philip. Uh well, this is awkward. Uh it seems that Bruno's leaving.
1: What? With my teapot.
2: What do you mean he's leaving? No, he can't leave. And Cookie just climbs off the bed and tries to run after him.
0: Finn doesn't stop her. He's trying to
1: get up as well, because he wants his teapot back.
2: Bruno! Bruno, Get back here!
4: Hearing her yell, he's going to quicken his pace and then try to hide.
2: Well, I don't want that to happen. I want to catch him and punch him.
3: So Cookie's running after you. Uh, I don't know where you're hiding.
4: He just does that thing where he comes out and then he hears her and then like, fuck, he goes around the corner and is just kind of standing there against the wall because I failed my stealth roll.
3: Yep. Cookie, you're just going to run in that direction and probably like overshoot him a bit and realize he's juvenilely hiding
2: behind a wall. As I do the run around the corner and the two steps past and the hard skid, I just grab him by his arm and where is he? I know you have him, Bruno.
4: Puts his bag down. Tries to pull his arm away from you, not in like an aggressive way, but in the like he's reaching into his coat way. And if you'll let him, he will pull out some cigarettes and offer you one.
2: As soon as he set the bag down, she's gonna go for the bag to see if Ash is in there.
4: He doesn't stop you, but he does say that, yeah, he's not in there.
2: I'm about done. Okay. I've had a long day. I just need to talk to my friend. What did you do with him? And I wanna try and intimidate Bruno.
4: It's like look, it's for your own good. There's things that need answered and I don't think interacting with him is a good idea right now. Good news is is that uh Seems like he is not bound by our rules and therefore has all the time in the world.
2: Yeah, but I don't. I don't have all the time in the world. I need. You don't understand. Every minute without him is like. It's like an eternity. I. What. I. And she just breaks down.
4: He will go for a hug if you allow it.
2: She's not going to stop it.
4: He waits for a moment, you know, rubbing the back, that kind of thing. Wrestles with his hands to get the cigarette out of his mouth so he doesn't burn your hair. It's, uh, no, I I get it. I, uh, no, nah, it's like there's a hole and it's something that was always there and now it's not and nothing can ever bring it back and it's, uh, it's the worst.
2: And she just cries.
4: Look, if everything turns out, that it's okay, then it's okay. And we can reunite the two of you, but right now, I don't think that's a good idea. There's too much weird shit that we've seen, and there's too much weird shit that's going on. And, frankly, I'm a little scared that he doesn't have your best intentions in mind, no matter what he has told you.
2: That's just not true. I don't know what's happening, Runo, this whole...
4: I don't know either. I don't know... But there's so many things that it could be, and so many things that it could not be, and there's so many things that it's just until we know more, we can't we can't act on it.
2: I think I need to be alone.
4: He will break the hug.
2: I just want to go home. Can I go home?
4: The keys are at the desk. I assume that. The boys in there have some kind of idea. I told Pattison that I would tell the police chief that it was the the unfortunateness of his over intoxication that had him have an accident. That it was all the alcohol's fault and how terrible alcohol is. Because these people around here, they love a scapegoat for that kind of shit, right? Because let me tell you, I think it was your friend.
2: And hearing that, she just shudders. Where are you going?
4: I'm going to wait here. There's a... I called Patterson. He's going to have a car come up and get me. Because I, uh... I don't think it's fair for you to have to put up with me the whole car ride home, you know?
2: And she takes an extra long pause. I don't... I don't like that. I think that we should just go together. I, uh...
4: I don't think that I can.
2: No, we'll just... We'll get the teapot, and then we'll just we'll just ride together. It'll be fine. I'll be fine.
4: He doesn't say anything.
2: And when I get no response, I just punch the wall right next to him with my already busted up right fist.
4: Hey, 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 hey! There's no need for that. Look, you already. Do you ever think about why your fist is so busted up? Look like you got in a scrape.
2: And I just shoot him an evil look and just walk back up to my room.
4: He starts to say something like that, but
1: he just leaves you go.
0: So Philip said he was chasing after his teapot?
1: Oh yes, I've been listening in on all of this. I'm quite interested in the outcome.
0: Finn stayed behind to try and steal the book. So, so as Philip heads out the door, Finn ducks back in and grabs the book that's in the, the bad book. But I want to see if he notices. So Finn grabs the book and realizes it's the wrong thickness. Like, it's nowhere near what it should be. He studied the book a bit to make sure he had the right size so he undoes the cloth and sees its Encyclopedia Britannica. Fuck me. He looks for Philip's valise. His valise with him. Then puts the book back and then sits in a chair thinking
2: just slams the door full on open with this angry, angry look. Doesn't know what she should be doing besides getting all of her shit together and getting the hell out of here.
3: So Cookie's getting ready to go. Philip, I mean, are you guys leaving? Or are you guys having more discussion? What's going on?
1: Uh, Philip is going to return to his room. He's going to grab his bags. Once he is complete, he will tap on Cookie's door and poke his head in. Uh, well, Finn, I believe all of the planning that we've done in order to uh, assign blame to somebody else is no longer necessary. Bruno is going to take care of that.
0: Well, oh, is he now? That's great. Um, yeah. So we're just going to start packing up?
1: Um, yes. Uh, Bruno said he would handle the details, and we are due back in Boston at the earliest opportunity. In order to have a debriefing with Agent Partisan.
0: Right, right, of course. Uh, we'll have to stop at the police station to get my suit back.
1: Uh, but oh, yes, of course, the, the suit, um, will, um, I will acquire the keys to the conveyance from the front desk. And Phil will do as he just said. He's gonna go load his stuff in the car and Everybody will just have to hope that he knows what side of the road to drive on.
3: But what are we going to do about Cheap Walters? He needs to get this. So. Issue resolved, so
4: my my thought is it's this fucking this alcohol man. Like they were out, they were drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, the dangers of alcohol are ever more present in our daily society.
1: No to editing man,
3: his face is just yes. stunned no. in silence. <laughs>
1: no to editing, leave that silence. <laughs>
3: I honestly think in his head he doesn't know whether he's proud or if he is just <laughs> <laughs> Birdo has just reached new epic levels of bullshittery.
4: He wasn't present for any actual weirdness, was he?
3: Who? Uh,
2: the authors. No, yeah.
3: He was not. It was always it. Uh, he always showed up just after something happened. How? Always f- leave you. Alone. Fucking yes. convenient. How fucking convenient. Bruno, I'm gonna be very frank with you. Well, I
4: thought you were. Oh, what's his first name?
3: <laughs> no, his first. It's you, Agent think... Patterson. Yeah. Just what's... so nobody can make that joke. Wow. Yeah. Thought ahead on this one. <laughs> Do you have a, a a witty comeback, a retort?
4: I mean, I was gonna, but then you shot me down.
1: <laughs> Trick store.
4: <laughs> right.
1: P.S. Tell her I'm sorry. Incredible Hulk sad theme intensifies. <laughs> I mean, you're the sound guy, so make it happen. And that's why I do
4: things. Hearing her yell, he's gonna quicken his pace
1: and then try to hide.
2: Well, I don't want that to happen. I want to catch him and punch him.
1: <laughs> this is why you leave the envelope on the hallway floor and you just walk away, and then somebody else comes by and knocks. Or you give it to the front desk and they run it upstairs. They're yeah, I thought re- about that, but Bruno's not smart.
3: Okay. okay. Did Bruno read the note he found in his room?
4: No, he'll read that when he gets a second. Okay. He was. Okay. He didn't want to get caught in his room packing up his stuff and mm-hmm. writing a note.
2: Okay. I'm about done, okay? I've had a long day. I just need to talk to my friend. What did you do with him? And I want to try and intimidate Bruno into telling me what the fuck I want to know, man.
4: Oh, bring it on.
2: Why do I suck at everything?
4: (laughs) Because you're emotionally distressed.
2: Ugh.
3: (laughs) I believe Doyle once explained it to you that women can become hysterical.
2: Rude. (laughs) Wow.
1: Wow. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get a Without a Net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we'd love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro is from The Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium, Inc. Without a net, podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium, Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb, and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.